Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. All right, everybody. I've got Trista Sutter, the first bachelorette ever. This is so exciting. <laughs> what is happening? Hi. Um, okay, so season one of The Bachelor and season one of The Bachelorette. This is so fun. Um, yay. <laughs> uh, Long time ago. Hey, girl. So, I mean, we have so much to talk about, but I want to just get right to it. Um, I want to know how you ended up on The Bachelor, because I know it's the first season of any show... Like, how did they introduce it to you? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what was the concept? So, um, I was living in Miami at the time, and I was watching Extra one night, just laying on my couch after work, and um, they had their casting director come on. They were talking about this new reality show, and... So setting the stage, the only reality shows out there at the time were Real World and Road Rules, yes. of course. <laughs> and then uh, I think that American Idol had started and Survivor. So those were the only reality shows out there. And um, so it was a new concept. It was definitely not part of pop culture. Right. No one really knew what was what, you know, what it was all about. Um, just that you were going to be filmed. So, um, she talked about how you could travel and meet new people <laughs> and, um, maybe fall in love. And, you know, it was all about finding, um, a partner of course, right. but what drew me to it was the travel part of it was the meeting new people part of it. I just was kind of in a rut in my life and, okay. And not like fulfilled. I I felt like there was something missing and I thought, you know what, that could be really fun. So I taped um, my, gosh, it'd be really funny to see, but um, I I know, (laughs) I taped, I put um, a camera on and I think honestly, it was like an actual camera, not a phone. You know, um, like a camcorder, like a camera. Um, so I put a camera on a laundry, um, on an ironing board and I just sat there and said, Hey, I'm Trista. This is what I'm about. This is what I'm looking for. Um, you know, if you want me to come on your show, awesome. If you don't, then no worries. So anyway, um, that's, that's how it all happened. And they called and wanted to see more and, Oh my I, God. you know, threw caution to the wind and thank God decided to go on my journey. Thank goodness. I mean, you <laughs> wouldn't be where you are now without going There's on no, I this would season. Not. Yeah. So no. Alex was the first bachelor. Um, yeah. I mean, how did you first initially react to dating someone on camera? Like what were the kind of the highs and the lows of being on the first season? So it was really exciting because you know you're surrounded by all these really fun cool people you know how it is you know how the producers are like they're super they're full of life and full of fun and full of energy and 
that's kind of the part that I was missing. Like I, I wanted that fun and energy. Yes. I, you know, I had a really fulfilling career as a pediatric physical therapist and I, I danced for the Miami heat. So that was exciting, but it was like all these people had such great energy, Chris Harrison and all of the producers. And, um, so anyway, that was a really fun part of it is that the energy, you know, it was exciting and, and, you know, we were charting a course that no one had been on before. So that was exciting too. And then meeting all these different personalities and I'm still in touch with at least three of them. Um, that's all pretty good, which is good yeah. for, for being all the way back then. But, um, yeah, it was really exciting. It was, it was all mostly positive. I mean, I right. try, I tried to look at it as, you know, yes, I, I had an interest in Alex and the drama wasn't there for me. Like it wasn't, um, it wasn't as like catty as it is as, or can be now. And it was because I just felt like, you know what, I'm going to put myself out there. If he likes what he sees and I like what I see, then it can work. Mm-hmm. And if he's not giving himself fully to these other relationships, then he won't know if he is meant to be with me, if he doesn't give himself fully to these other girls and these girls don't give themselves fully to him, then we can't know for sure if we're supposed to be together in the end. So it really did seem like he, he liked you. I mean, you went all the way. Um, yeah. He, I mean, we definitely had a connection. Obviously he had a, a bit of a stronger connection with Amanda right. and thank the freaking Lord. <laughs> no, okay. it, it seems silly to even bring up the ending because obviously what, what are we even talking about? But right. I'm just so, I'm just so curious about, um, I remember seeing, you know, news articles of you saying, you know, he told you he was going to pick you and then didn't. Yeah. So, so what are you saying that the day of he said it's going to be you and then bleh, he just... No, so it was like 2 days before. So you know okay. that there's like the final date with the final two yep. and since I was one of those people, I had, you know, this final date with him at, at the bachelor mansion that he was living in on the time. Right. And I point blank said, "So, who?" And this was I think I was the first final date. So okay. He had mine with me, and then Amanda was, I think, the next night, and then the final rose ceremony. I could have that wrong, but regardless, I point blank blank asked him, so if you had to pick today, who would you choose? And, I mean, hello. Of course he's going to say you. you. (laughs) I love you. Or not not that I love you, but, you know, I I would definitely pick you. So, of course he's going to say that. He was a charismatic guy, and... Of course. Um, But I went into it thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get engaged tonight. And and then I had my heart broken. And as um, has been shown over and over again, you know, I was that first like runner up in the the limo (laughs) crying her eyes out. But you know what? As I said back then, and I'll say it again, um, I was sad, but I I was okay. Because if he didn't want to be with me, then I didn't want to be with him. Right. And I knew that I would find my Ryan. So, um, oh. so yeah. <laughs> um, uh, le- okay. So, so how soon, 
you know, post this heartbreak, did they, obviously the bachelorette had never happened before. So it's kind of interesting to think that during your season, there was no allure of the bachelorette. Everyone just thought, okay, if we go home, we go home and that's it. So, so how did they introduce that to you? So I was watching the finale um, at a like a finale party, either in New York or Miami. I can't remember where it was. Okay. But um, I was watching the party and Fleiss called me. And, um, you know, we had uh, formed a relationship, a friendship. Of course. Um, we were pretty close. And he called me, so I didn't think anything of it. I just thought he's calling to, you know, say, are you happy with the show? Blah, blah, blah. And he said, so what would you think about being our first bachelorette and it hadn't been solidified. Like he was just asking me just to see the interest level. Um, he had to get, you know, it approved and, um, and okayed by Warner and, and all the powers that be at ABC and everything. So it was just an interest thing. And I thought, I, I think I remember saying, um, of course, let's do it <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Are you kidding? Um, I knew that they knew who I was looking for. I knew that they had way more manpower and um, and uh, connections, if you will, to find someone that I wouldn't be able to meet even on my own. So I just thought, that- what the hell? Do you think they really casted for like what you want? Because nowadays yeah. they cast you know, just characters and kind of thing. True. But um, you felt like you were casted to your taste or your men For were sure. casted. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and I think I would say that they probably do that. When you're the lead, they have conversations with you about what you're looking for and what your type is and all that sort of thing. And they have to still do that because they're smart. They know that right. if, they, yeah, they're going to cast the characters too. They're going to have the villains. They're going to have the crazies. They're going to have, you know, mm-hmm. all the, you know, quote unquote characters that they, that they want and that they feel like will draw people to watch the show. But in the end, it really is about love. And if they have a successful love story, then it's going to make the show even more success. True. Successful. You know, um, was there anything you took from Alex as the lead that you said, okay, I want to do this as the lead, or I don't want to do this as the lead. Oh, for sure. Um, the most important part that I took and probably my biggest regret as well is actually not probably. Yes. My biggest regret (laughs) is that the way that he um, broke my heart in the end. So the way that he told me that he was going to choose me and then he didn't. Mm. I went into my season thinking, oh, God, like I cannot give in to the feelings that I'm having until the very yeah. end yeah. because I do not want to lead anyone on. I do not want to break someone's heart like he broke mine. And So I did not give Ryan any indication besides (laughs) just like being super lovey-dovey and, you know, that sort of thing. But I did not give him any verbal indication that I was falling in love with him. And I wish I had because I think still he was nervous to this day. He holds it over my head. Um, But, you know, it, it is what it is. And thank God the cards fell as they did. But um, I wish that I wouldn't have held back 
as much. I think there's a fine line because I think like, like Ben season, he was telling two people that he loved them. Yeah. And I think because of that, he and Lauren actually had issues right. after they were off of the show that she questioned because she saw him confessing his love to Jojo. Well, and so, Colton's doing, I feel like doing I know. right now too. He, he's falling right. in love with all four of them. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. And I, so I think that you need to, in the lead, um, be really conscious of what you're saying mm -hmm. and yes, be open to it and be expressive as much as you can. But I think you need to think about the future of whomever you are going to end up right. with and their feelings. Um, if they do end up watching the show. Right. So, um, yeah. so let's get to your season. Um, the one of the best, obviously, because it was successful. But um, at what point did you know Ryan was the guy? So from the get go, you know, we didn't have first impression roses right. um, back then. So I probably would have given him my first impression rose. But um, okay. from the get go, he was one of my I will say one of my top four. I didn't, okay. it wasn't like a love at first sight moment, I think for either of us. It was just, you know, an interest at first sight and a, a sincere interest at, with that. So anyway, um, I was really intrigued by him. He was kind of all the things I was looking for, tall, dark, and handsome, really athletic, um, really kind, really sensitive, really sweet, really endearing, you know, all these things and very articulate and funny and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, can you tell I could go on? I mean, but that's so nice that <laughs> you could talk for hours about all the good things. <laughs> so, um, I think when we went to Seattle on our overnight date, that's definitely when I felt like, oh, wow. Okay. This is legit. I'm having really strong feelings for this guy. And the fact that I was thinking about him on the other dates okay. was my was my key. Like, you know, I'm with Charlie, I think, in Cabo. And I was thinking about Ryan. So How hard was that, though, as the lead to have to kind of attempt to compartmentalize? Really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that would be so impossible. Well, especially because... Um, on an, an, a one-on-one -on -one date that I had with Charlie, he said to me in the end, if I'm here at the end, I don't want you, um, being intimate with anyone else. If you are, um, into me, like I, I, if you're, if I'm not the only one you're really strongly feeling for, then don't be intimate with me. And so we were in Cabo and we're in the hot tub, whatever. And then we end up, you know, okay, it's time to go to bed. We're really tired, both of us. <clears throat> and I totally acted like I passed out. <laughs> the pretend pass out works every time. The pretend pass out because I was like, well, he told me, you know, I, I won't be intimate with you. I'm not, not going to give myself at all to oh, you man. if um, I'm feeling. And I was definitely really, really feeling strongly about Ryan. So, yeah, I'm curious. Um, you know, I, we don't have Ryan here to, to give his opinion, but do you know why he chose to go on the bachelorette? Oh yeah. Um, so I've heard this story a lot, obviously. Oh, okay. Um, so yes, he, so he, one of his college roommates was dating a girl that went on a show called the mole. It was a oh, reality show. Yeah. Yeah. 
So one of our exec producers was the exec producer for the mole. And he had asked um, Ryan's friend's girlfriend okay. if she knew anyone that she could recommend for The Bachelorette. And she sent in like a, a huge list of all these guys and they interviewed everybody. And Ryan was like their pick out of these, this group of guys. And he is very, very introverted. Um, he seems that way. Yeah. Oh my God. Very, yeah. <laughs> very, very. Um, so yes, very introverted. It was totally out of his wheelhouse. Right. But he has a really hard time saying no. Oh, okay. Really hard time. <laughs> so they just asked and asked and asked, and he was like, "Okay, fine, I'll do it." And thank God he, you know, thank goodness. Said he would because um, ugh, I have I a can't... couple fan questions too to intersperse in here that go with what we're yeah. talking about. So, um, pay if I say these wrong, I'm sorry. Paige Griner um, wants to know if you met Ryan outside the Bachelorette setting, do you think that you would have ended up the same way? Like, had you met at a bar? Yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I have to believe that just because I feel like we were meant to be together. Uh-huh. But it's true. Like, he's very introverted. So a lot of the guys that I dated in my past, they were they were more shy. But um, I, I don't know who would come up to who because I'm kind of shy when you first get to know me, too. Right. So I don't I don't know. It's really really interesting but i have to believe that yes we would because i just because you've been married 15 like, years yeah now. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um oh i this is something as i was kind of watching clips and doing my research um did you know that you and ryan were featured on the top three steamiest hot tub scenes or something <laughs> Oh my god! And that's saying something. I mean, <laughs> and it was it was steamy. I watched it, which was it a little was creepy, steamy. but what an honor! Very, very steamy. Very, um, very such a huge honor. <laughs> Do you have a hot tub at your house in Colorado? We don't. Oh, no, no. But we've always we've always wanted one. And <laughs> we just we just don't have one. But yeah, that's really funny. It was very very Hilarious. steamy. To the point where I feel like we were both kind of embarrassed for our parents to watch, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that was just, I had to bring that up. Um, yeah. So here's what's interesting about your, you and your season. Um, you only kissed three men, correct? Right. Yeah. That's. Actually, wait a second. Four. Four. I, okay. Wait. Did I kiss? Yeah, I kissed. Yeah, I think. Yeah, four, four, so four, four, four men, which uh-huh. I mean, four could be. But but like nowadays, everybody's just making out. So <laughs> I know it's crazy. I to mean, me. do you watch it now and think like, oh, there's no innocence left to this whole thing? One hundred percent. Yes. Okay. I mean, there there. I mean, yes, there's a little bit of innocence. It depends on the person. But I I definitely think not that you could go back to kissing three or four people. Like mm-hmm. I, I do agree that you need to kissing is so important in yes. a relationship. Yeah. So it like the most intimate thing I feel like that you can do. And I feel like you need to understand if you have compatibility when you're kissing. So that's really important. That mm-hmm. said, do they need to be kissing 10 people the first time? <laughs> Maybe not. So I don't know. I just feel like um, it, it's all dependent on the person. Like right. Caitlin is one of my favorite people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And 
she kissed a whole lot of guys. (laughs) Um, And hey, you know, all props to her because that was her path that she wanted to take and it was important to her. So who am I to judge like what everyone else does? It was just in like my comfort zone to only kiss, you know, you know, not even a whole handful of guys. I I feel like my, well, at least my theory is that, you know, some of the conversations are maybe so awkward and there's no chemistry and you don't want to talk. So you're just like, okay, let's just make out for a second and then we'll be done with it. You're so right. That's my theory. That's what happens. Yeah. (laughs) I I think you're right. Was was like the lack of kissing men on your season. Was that an active choice for you from the beginning or did it just come out that way? You know what? It probably was um, subconscious because I was very highly criticized going Mm -hmm. into it. I was called every name in the book. I was um, told that I would set the women's movement back centuries, decades or something like that. Um, I mean, I was called slut, you know, all all those all those words. Um, And so I think I went into it thinking I'm going to prove these people wrong. I'm going to I'm going to show them that you don't have to be a slut to be the bachelorette. You know, you can still um, do it in a classy way and figure out who you're meant to be with without um, without like giving them any ammunition. Um, Not to say that you are a slut if you are kissing all these guys that's not that's not at all what I'm trying to say I'm just saying that because I had been labeled a slut and been labeled all these things I wanted to say you know what that's not who I am and I'm gonna do this in my way on my time and this is how that that looks well I've always discussed I I think there's a massive double standard on oh, 100%. and yeah. um so I can imagine like you did the first season of The Bachelor and I'm sure he could have kissed anyone and done whatever right. and it's fine but it, I do believe like the public opinion is different about women for sure. And so, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like as the first bachelorette, that would be such a nerve wracking position to be in. You know what I mean? It was, it yeah. was, um, it was, oh. it's kind of similar in, you know, how Rachel, um, was feeling about being the first yeah. African American. I feel like it was similar in that way in that you have these like preconceived notions mm-hmm. going into it and these judgments and they're hanging over your head and you're trying to just navigate for your own selfish um, future. Right. You know, you, you want to find right. the man you're supposed to be spending the rest of your life with and not have to worry about what everyone else thinks. So it's really right. hard because you are placed in a public forum and um, just still trying to navigate. So I, I definitely think there is a du- double standard. So, so Ryan, um, you get engaged, you pick him. Um, I'm sure that was the best day ever and you ever. love watching it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I do. I love it. Moment. What a- I know it was my, one of my favorites for sure. Um, I want to, you, you've, you've, the moment happens. Um, I'm sure, I don't know, you go to a hotel afterwards, you have a little nice weekend together. Um, yeah. did you tell him everything that went down, like from the get go or how did you handle that? No, <laughs> <laughs> just, I didn't tell him anything. And, um, and maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe I did. I don't remember. I, I have the worst memory on the planet, Same. but, um, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, I don't remember exactly if I spelled anything out, but my gut tells me that I did not. And 
he actually did not watch okay. the show. So he watched the first show, I believe. And it was like a viewing party in Vail. And, um, you know, tons of people came out to support. And it was loud. And he didn't, you know, have the ability to really listen. And, you know, it was a kind of a social environment. So right. he wasn't really paying much attention. And then he chose not to watch um, all of it, the rest of it, whatever. And I think that's a really smart thing to do for anyone I mean, coming into that position. Don't watch together. <laughs> gosh, if the roles had, if it had been flipped and he had been the bachelor and I was his chosen one, if you will, I don't know that, I, I mean, we can both have a little, a tendency towards jealousy mm-hmm. and I would have a really hard time with it. Right. Um, especially if like I was a Lauren and right. Ben was confessing his love to somebody else. And, Ugh. you know, it's hard, like, yes, um, yes, you're the chosen one, but thinking about, um, their other relationships, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's a really hard thing. So he, he didn't, he did not watch mm. much. I don't think we really talked much about it. Um, We just kind of put it under the rug and said, you know, that past is the past and let's just move on. I'm curious coming off the show, um, you know, there wasn't social media back then. So there wasn't this whole posting photos and all that stuff, but there was still public opinion and all that kind of stuff. And it was still a huge show. So I'm I'm curious what kind of obstacles you ran into with being a newly engaged couple and, and just being in the public eye. So, um, there were the magazines. So, uh, there were paparazzi following us around and, and that sort of thing, which is very intrusive and, um, not necessarily fun to deal with when you have a very introverted private, um, fiance. And then, um, there were message boards. So the message boards are like, they were the precursor to social media Mm. in that they were online. You, anyone could go and post on them. Um, but you couldn't like, you didn't have direct contact with the person that you were commenting about. So I could go on and read about, um, there were, there would be, it'd be like, um, kind of like a, a, a string, a thread on, if you write about, oh, my Mac isn't working, you know, blah, blah, right. blah. You right. see those, those threads. It's kind of like that. So you would go mm. on and there would be one thread started. Oh, I can't, can't stand Trista's talk, the way that Trista talks, or I can't stand Trista's laugh or whatever. So all these people would comment on, oh my God, I hate it. Or what, so you know, ridiculous. whatever. So it was the the precursor in that people could sit behind their computers and hide and be critical of other people who they've never met before. Mm-hmm. Um, did I was was it thrown in my face? Like I went and searched it out, of course. Um, as I feel like a lot of people do in this position because you want to know what people think about you. I mean, it's just human nature to be curious. So there were. A, a majority of people were very, very kind and sweet and, you know, wished us love and luck and, you know, all of that. But, um, there were definitely the, the haters out there at that point. So that was really hard for me because I'm a very sensitive person. Um, and to hear anything negative about yourself, you know, it's hard, you know? Um, so before I get to the wedding, 
I just, yeah. some people had some generic questions about the show, you know, then versus now. And I'm, yeah. I'm just really interested. Um, how long was your season? Was it the it same? Was, it was six weeks. So it's a little bit longer now. Okay. Um, we filmed for six weeks. I see. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and I think it's like 10 now, I believe. Um, um, so yeah. Yeah. 10. Yeah. I think it was about 10. Well, yeah. I wasn't there till the end, but I remember the timing for, the, yeah, for yeah. Lauren. Um, Ingrid Godinez uh, wants to know, what was your favorite date on your season? Oh, Seattle by far. With, um, okay. Yes, of course. It's when we fell in love. It's, you know, it was, even though it wasn't Singapore or Thailand or mm. wherever. <laughs> yeah, well, nowadays. It was, yeah. <laughs> um, it was Seattle and it was, it was just, it was magic. You know, it was fun too. I, I'll never forget when we were in the fantasy suite and he had never watched the show before. Granted, there were only like three before my season, but um, he's, you know, I gave him the date card with, you know, which if you'd like to forego your individual rooms, um, here's the, (laughs) and he said, check please. And just made me hysterical laugh. And then he's just telling the, the limo driver, you drive fast, please. Can you, can you put the pedal to the metal? <laughs> like, let's get back to the hotel. It so was really cute. Funny. I love yeah. and stuff like that. It was fun. Um, so obviously you're not on set now as uh, these shows are being filmed, but you know what right. goes on. So hypothetically, what would you change about the format to m- ensure more success for, for these relationships? I, you know, it's, it's interesting because I've talked to some producers about that before. One thing that happened on my season that I was Mm -hmm. really grateful for, and I think was, was, uh, really helpful in me making decisions is I had three of my best friends there. Mm -hmm. They actually lived in the house with the guys and they chose a date and they've done that kind of in different ways and in future not yeah. yeah yeah no they didn't live it they and and i think it's because they just have too much footage they have to edit everything down and whatever but um to have them there and feel their support plus i got to talk to one of my best friends every week awesome. and talk through it and really get to like the nuts and bolts and i i get that the producers become really close with these people but to have someone who is not connected to the show and to have the ability to like use them as a soundboard and say yeah but he's doing this and Mm -hmm. my gut is telling me this and you know whatever um it was really really helpful in in guiding me the right way Great. So I wish they added that kind of component to awesome. it. Awesome. Love it. I wish I had that as I wish right? I had it for contestants too. Right. Um, so let's, let's talk about the wedding. Um, I had read that initially, initially you wanted a private wedding. Um, is that correct? And then of course you got married on TV, everyone. That's uh, what happened. But yeah. did you ever, <laughs> was that from the beginning you wanted private or, or TV or what? So it, you know, it's funny because y- you say, or we talked about um, how it was the beginning of reality television, and right. I didn't know what I was getting into with The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, really. Right. Um, the same goes for the wedding. So no one had ever done a wedding before. Um, of course, Alex broke up with his his 
girl. Um, Andrew broke up with his girl and Aaron broke up with his girl. So no one, no one got to that point. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that they had ever really talked about it. And how it went down for us is we went on Oprah and Oprah said, um, I would love to do your wedding on the show. And Oh my God, I'm a huge Oprah fan. So I was <laughs> Who freaking isn't? out. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, yes, <laughs> let's do it. Sign right now. So anyway, we go back um, into one of her conference rooms after we were on her show and her EP, she she's in the room with us and her EP and I don't know, someone else and, and Ryan and I and maybe someone from Warner or something. I can't remember. Okay. Anyway. She was like, I'm honest. I'm, I'm 100% being truthful here. I want to do your wedding on my show. And, uh, we were like, you know, we talked about the logistics and everything. And then we said, okay, I said, I need to talk about this with ABC and Warner because I'm, you know, under contract, whatever. So, uh, guess what they said? Uh, no. And do it. Exactly. <laughs> of course. That's, that's where it came from. It it there wasn't ever like now there's this big thing like, oh my God, are they gonna are they gonna have a wedding on their own or are they gonna do it on television? It was never a like consideration in my mind mm-hmm. that we would get married on television until it was the Oprah opportunity brought it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um well my parents were married on television and they uh, were? They were, yes. <laughs> Um, they were married on Good Morning America. Oh my um, gosh, and so funny. I still have the DVD. Um, yeah. And I love to watch their wedding. It's so yeah, fun. How so often cute. do you watch back? Do you have clips of it on DVD? It's really funny that you say that. So um, I just got a package in the mail today. I still do not know who it's from, but it's <laughs> three VHS tapes of our wedding. <laughs> How do you even watch those anymore? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's funny. We have a VCR still just for that awesome. reason. Awesome. Good. Um, but we do have DVDs. We finally got DVDs, I think, uh, when our when we had our 10th wedding anniversary. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, you got to watch those. those so I got them. And I do. They showed our wedding um, on a special like later. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I saved it on DVR. Okay. Um, so I, we still have it there. I just haven't figured out how to transfer stuff from a DVR to a I, I, girl don't know. I don't know. Oh, so annoying. Um, how fun. So anyway, um, we, uh, we do have it and we have watched it a couple times, but it's definitely not, I mean, our kids are younger, so, you know, nine and Max could care less. Blakesley. Max yes. is over it. <laughs> uh, over it. We saw, we saw at Colton's premiere. <laughs> Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> I, oh, I want to talk about that. Hysterical. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we've watched it a couple times, but I I do love the fact that we have it. Okay. On tape. Yeah. I love that. I love that you can wa- go back and watch your parents in the same way that I feel like our kids will be able to go back and share it with their right. um, friends and their future. So you my know, parents wife. did. Um, yeah, that's cool. So now you've been married. 15 years yeah, Ryan? yeah 15 right. years you, yeah as you said two beautiful children um Thanks. which is just so and you live in Colorado right we do we live okay. near Vail we always say Vail because people don't know the right like, small town we live well in, it's but, so yeah. funny because I was in Vail twice um in the last couple months skiing I know I'm we, so mad yeah, and we were walking to dinner somewhere and we passed the fire station yeah and um I was talking about my podcast and one of the guys you're with said, 
why haven't you had Trista on? She lives here. And I was like, what? I, <laughs> and I, I didn't know that it wasn't immediately veiled, but I was like, oh my God, yeah. that's so cool. So anyway. Yeah, no, I, I was so bummed when I, I just, I don't check my DMs that, that often. I don't either. So I don't blame you. I'll just yeah. keep bothering you until I can make it happen. <laughs> totally. Persistent. That's what it's all about. Um, okay. So, so let's, uh, Alyssa Dawes wants to know your favorite thing about Ryan as a dad. Oh, so I love sweet. it. Um, gosh, what is my favorite thing about him? That's really hard to answer because there's I know, so that's much. such a tough tough question but um he he's really um fun with them like we just did an interview with an app called lasting and that kind of came up and i think that we're kind of good cop bad cop a lot of the times you know i'm the stay-at-home mom disciplinarian i have to get them out of bed get them ready for school like he gets to come and be like the fun dad. And I, I, he is the fun dad. Oh, you know what? He's pretty spontaneous too with them. And like there was at one weekend where he had to watch the kids. I was going out of town for work or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what am I going to do with them? <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go to Vegas. So they went to Vegas, um, which is just so funny to me. Um, so I think just the fact that he's spontaneous and fun and, he another thing sorry that's great no, he shares his love of nature with that's very important with these kids like they have grown up um you know in awe of the world that we live in and i that's oh, really I cool. freaking that's what i always say my husband has to share the outdoors yeah. with my kids yes. if that yes. it happens in my life i don't know oh i very well. <laughs> uh, so so and, and talking about your kids and, and max's uh, funny uh quote on um right. colton's uh premiere by the way um your kids were on colton's premiere at the beginning they did a little let's look at the kids of bachelor nation right um, so i'm curious at what point did you ever tell your kids how you guys met and what do they think of it? Yeah, we told them a couple years ago. Um, we were in Michigan and we were going to the, my cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I think that they just, you know, because we were going to a wedding and we were talking about how they met, they they asked me, well, how did you and daddy meet? <laughs> Um, Ryan wasn't there at the time. Um, so it was just me and actually my mom was there Okay, and I just explained, you know, well, you know, we were on the show and they were, they were old enough to understand the nuts and bolts of it. Um, they didn't, they still have not gotten the, the whole rundown that there's one, one girl and 25 guys, you know, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but baby steps. Um, <laughs> so they know, and they've known for a long time because people do come up to us and say, Oh, you were, you were the favorite. You were my favorite on the bachelor. Right. I've watched you on the bachelorette and you know, they've heard the bachelor and the bachelorette all of the, all so they, they know the concept. They know um, the concept. Do you yeah. ever plan, obviously not the hot tub scene, but do you ever plan on showing <laughs> them little clips or anything like that? Yeah, maybe. I mean, um, Blakesley wants to watch every so often, you know, it's on, she's usually, I don't turn it on until she's in bed. So if she'll get out of bed and be like, what you working? You know, um, I, I just feel like she's still a bit young Young. to at nine years old. She doesn't need to be watching it, but, um, 
I, I especially because they like talk about boys in fourth grade. Oh. Like, slow your roll, sweetheart. No dating till you're fifty. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, oh, funny. So anyway, um, yeah, we will at some point, I'm okay. sure. And but the good thing is, you can't even on YouTube. You can't pull our season up. Nope. So it's not like they can. Um, Go find it. Right. Um, there are little pieces that they can find, but not um, not the whole show. What I found was very nice and pleasant and sweet on YouTube. Okay, that's good yeah, to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's, I like this question. Uh, Jessica Letizia asked, um, if your kids, when they're age appropriate, uh, said, I want to go on the show, what would you say? For sure. Uh, I, I am a, I'm a supportive person. I try to be a supportive mom and I'm very protective. I'm a super mama bear, but I, how could I say, don't go on the show that introduced me to your daddy? Like that would be like the biggest hippo, hypocritical, hypocritical thing I could yeah. ever say, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So no, I, I, I love the show. I love the fact that you can, you can meet the person you were meant to be with. And I'm always going to be um, super hopeful, romantic, hopeless, romantic, yep. however you want to say it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, of course, Great. I would be supportive of that. Um, Mindy Whitman uh, wants to know, do parents of children in your kids' classes ever comment on your bachelorette days or stare at you or ask for pictures? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um there are definitely moments when people have said, uh, you know, wow, I had no idea. I just, I just realized that you were on the show and we used to watch that. There are people like Max plays hockey now. And so we are big hockey family and, right. um, at games, I just had a parent walk up to me at one of our games and say from another team and, you know, say, Oh, Hey, I just wanted to say hi, you know, <laughs> whatever. And so I'll catch, you get really good. You probably can attest to this too. You get really good at knowing when people are talking about you. I, I am the <laughs> queen at knowing why people are staring at me, what yep. they're saying about me every yep. time. It, it's true. <laughs> like you understand the little whispers yeah. or the stares or they try to be really incognito, incognito about yep. it. No, but no, you're, you what you just want to be like, dude, it's really obvious. Hey, I know you're talking about me. <laughs> Right. Or do you want a photo so you can just stop staring at me? Like, please. I totally. It's true. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, okay. Uh, here's my my question. How do you and Ryan keep your relationship and marriage spicy? Ooh, we just got asked this too. Um, on that interview we did. Hey. Okay. You know, <laughs> Ryan. I think his answer to it was, "We keep it exciting by keeping it keeping it exciting." Like. <laughs> Great way to get around a question, babe. Um, anyway, so I think that you just, as parents, especially when you have parents or kids who are older, because when they were mini, we could put them to bed and we knew they were in bed. They were in right. a crib. Like, they couldn't get out. And the excitement begins, yes. And, yes, and, and it would be like 6 o'clock bedtime or right. 7 o'clock, you know, when they're a little bit older, maybe not in a crib. So now... It's, um, we have activities until eight thirty nine o'clock at night mm -hmm. and, um, trying to get them ready for bed so that they get up on time for school in the morning. Like 
you don't have much time. Plus, right. if they get out of bed saying, just last night, Blakely got out of bed and was like, Mom, I can't go to sleep. And this was, <laughs> I think, 9, nine o'clock, 9.15. So really, and Ryan had gotten up in the mor- early in the morning yesterday to go skin up the mountain mm-hmm. and ski down. So, And he had driven to Denver. There was actually a memorial for one of his friends that he went to see you with we played football with so he drove to denver drove back went to this memorial is emotionally exhausted so we didn't have a lot of time together so that's a lot of times it's what our day entails like when you have a moment take it take it that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) a follow-up from from this i i died laughing when i read this um jesse errington wants to know um This is great. Do you ever make Ryan wear his fire uniform shirtless (laughs) around the house? I don't know how you can wear a uniform and also be shirtless, but I get the concept. Yeah, right. Um, They're probably saying like the pants with the suspenders. Maybe the suspenders, yes. Yeah. The firefight, like those calendars. Yes. Um, (laughs) So funny. I don't, but that's a really good idea. Maybe that should be your thing for next week (laughs) when you've got a minute. (laughs) Totally. Oh, so funny. Um, Okay, so here's some random, I love these questions. Um, Savannah Miller, uh, who do you think would be the best bachelorette out of Colton's ladies? Oh, goodness. If we're speaking Um, about his final four, maybe. Okay, well, the, yes, and the fine. I I'm just finishing watching uh, last night's yeah. episode. Yeah, same. Um, so I, I do, Well, I saw on Instagram who the fun the final two are. So yes. I do know. Yeah. Of the final two, if but we're I speaking guess, like we don't know. <laughs> yes. Okay. Done and done. Um, yeah. So let's see. It's Cassie, Hannah, Cassie, Hannah G. Kaylin and uh, Tasha, and I guess I have heard Hannah B included in this conversation, so we can add True. her to it as well. True. You know, my go-to's would be Cassie and Hannah G, Hannah not G. Hannah B. Okay. I do oh, like Tasha too. I, I like do her. like Tasha too. Yeah. So yeah. I guess all any three of those. I hate to say I don't trust ABC to cast another african-american bachelorette but yeah i don't i don't either um i don't know that that will happen but i will say that even though i'm saying these three whomever is the next bachelorette i'll be rooting for i'll watch regardless so (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally um okay i'm i'm gonna just butcher this last name christy upadaya oh Oh my goodness yeah yeah uh she well there are two questions um why do you think bachelorettes uh, statistically have been more successful than bachelors in uh, mm-hmm. their final pick? You know, I for a long time, I felt like it was kind of luck. Mm-hmm. Like those girls just luckily had the guys who were supposed to, including me, had the guys who were supposed to be there and they, you know, had their guardian angels watching out for them. However you want to think about it, like I feel like part of it was luck. Okay. And then... I do feel like many of the women, if they are ready to put themselves through this, then they are ready. They mm-hmm. are not just looking for to be like Bob Guinea and be the kissing bandit, the if you will. <laughs> I can't wait to give him so much shit about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, I think that they there is probably some truth to the 
the thought that the girls who go on the show as the bachelorette are a bit more serious and ready for a relationship than the guys are, or maybe has been, um, historically with, with the rest of the guys on the show. So I think, um, a little bit of luck, a little bit of, um, um, thoughtfulness and right. mindfulness and, and readiness. I've just always found the statistic interesting when you look at the, the first impression rose. Um, I think the last few bachelorettes, their first impression rose pick was their winner. Really? Um, yeah. Whereas with the men, it's been, I mean, I got the first impression rose and I was a nightmare. So, you know, it, it it's been, it's been that way for, for other, uh, bachelors as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Statistically, it's an interesting question. It is. Um, how, oh, back to Jesse Arrington. How do you not age? Oh, my. Give you some roses or some gold or I don't know. I, but this is a real you. question. I saw I it. love you. <laughs> um, I do. Uh, if you saw what um, Olivia yeah. saw when the camera opened up, you would not be asking. Oh, that please. So, You're fresh faced and perfect. Oh, that is not true. But thank you. Um, mm. I think that uh, love hey there you go love, love. keeps me young <laughs> great answer <laughs> um brandy bro wants to know which bachelor couple that isn't married do you think will get married Ooh, let's see who's left um uh, we've got um jojo and jordan rachel and brian um crystal and chris mm-hmm. um <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Raven and Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, Angela and Clay. Hey, who's that? <laughs> they were on Paradise. <laughs> they didn't fall in love on TV, so it's it's uh, oh, it's all love off the show. Oh, I know show. who you're talking so about. It's, yeah. yeah, it's hard to remember that. Yes, um, um, I would say. <sighs> Was it my favorite or who do I think? Who do you think has the potential to to walk down the aisle? I think Jojo and Jordan are probably or Rachel and Brian are probably the most serious. Okay. I would think. Um I don't know. I or no, Becca and oh, Garrett. Becca and Garrett. Seem, Duh. Yeah. Lord. I forgot about that. I did so skip, yeah. I did miss that season. So so um yeah, Oh, I, I love their love story. I they gotta seem, watch back. You do. It was yeah. a good season. Okay. Um, I love her. I, I, I mean, yes. Who was before? JoJo was before Rachel, correct? Yes. yes. So yeah, I would say, I would say JoJo and Jordan have the most history or the longest relationship, and then, um, but I just love Becca and Garrett, so I would okay. think that they'd be getting tying that knot. Of, of JoJo and Jordan, how long was you and Ryan's engagement? before marriage it was a year okay so got it we got engaged in november the show aired in february and we got married in december got it perfect great yeah um here's my one of my favorite questions natalia k why have you and ryan made it and others haven't you know i think that a big part of that is just that we made a very conscious decision to move away from the hype and, and the, and the uber fun parts of it. Yes. We indulged in some of the fun stuff when we could, but we like, I, at the time, um, before 
we were together as a couple in public. Um, I was doing a lot of hosting. So I had co-hosted on The View and Good Day LA and Good Day Live. Mm-hmm. And I was a correspondent for Good Morning America and Extra. And so I was I was having so much fun hosting. And we had the chance. We could have easily called LA or New York home. Right. But we knew that what was important was our relationship. And I knew that what was important was Ryan being in a place that he felt most comfortable and most alive. Mm-hmm. And that was here in Colorado. So we made a very conscious choice to come to a very small town in Colorado. <laughs> and I don't ski. I mean, I can ski, but I don't ski. So I live in a ski town just because it is it who my happy. husband is. Yeah, he is a true mountain man. And so Aww. I think that was a big part of it. And it's it kind of not breaks my heart is it's not the right word, but it um, makes me sad that there is all this pull for social media mm-hmm. and for doing your own reality show or right. doing whatever. And I think that people get caught up in it. And I think that it's really hard 100%. to stay focused on the the core parts of your relationship when you have all these other people involved to focus, put your relationship first and yeah, maybe it's all about for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. yeah for sure. Interesting. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is something that happened in 2017 when you were in Croatia. Oh yeah. Um, you had a seizure. I a, did a health scare. Um, yeah. For people who don't know about that, I guess, what happened? You did a couple um, interviews about that. You were on vacation. Yeah, and- yeah we went um, to Europe for my mother-in-law's 70th birthday. We surprised her in Croatia. And my brother-in-law and his family live in Germany. So we decided to meet everyone, for, for everyone to meet there. So we started in, well, we started in Germany. We went to Croatia as a family. And... I ha- I'm a huge planner, especially when it comes to travel. And I had planned, you know, all these great things, uh, you know, done all this research right? and was so excited about this day that we were going to Pleitvice National Park. It's like full of gorgeous waterfalls. Yeah. Uh, I mean, stunning. Yeah. So anyway, I was so freaking excited. And the night before, um, Ryan and I kind of got into an argument and um, about the planning and the whatever it was. I don't even remember the the details of our argument, but we just we you we fought. argued. Yeah. And yeah. so I didn't eat. Um, I didn't eat much dinner. Um, I had like a glass of wine, whatever. So went to bed, woke up, um, went, drove like an hour or two to this national park with uh, the four of us and then his parents mm-hmm. and. We get to the park and, you know, we are pretty good about um, when we wake up in the morning. We are not a couple that believes in, you know, kiss when you go to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you, what's that saying? Uh, like, Don't go to bed mad. Right. Yeah. We do. We go to bed mad <laughs> a lot. Um, and you know what? We wake up in the morning and we figure it out. Yeah. And um, and that was one of those mornings. We woke up. We figured it out. We were on vacation. We were going to make the most of it. So everything was fine. So we get to this shuttle to go to our first stop on like this hike that we were going to do. And um, I didn't have much cell service and I was trying to coordinate all of these events that we were going to be doing. Um, So I go to this little cafe that was right next to the shuttle stop because we had like 20 minutes before the next shuttle came. 
So I went up to this cafe. I had to walk up these stairs, get get the Wi-Fi, whatever. It wasn't working. It was super mm-hmm. frustrating. And then I see that our shuttle came and it was leaving me. <sighs> and I am at a national park in a different country all no by myself. Cell service. Yeah. No cell service, no nothing. So I run down out of this cafe, down these huge stairs, and I actually trip on um, the curb of the street and I mm-hmm. fall forward, lunge forward into the into the street on my hands and knees. It hurt. And I had just had back surgery that January. So I thought I screwed up my back and yeah. my phone went flying anyway. So I was upset. I get up. These really kind people walk me back to the shuttle. Thank God the shuttle hadn't gone away yeah. completely because hello, if I was in my right mind thinking about it, Ryan wouldn't have let them leave without me. No. Like, you know, so anyway, I get to the shuttle and he, he went from like being frustrated that I was away to like instantaneously. He saw that something was wrong and he's like, what's, what's wrong? Are you yeah. okay? Yeah. Cause I'm crying, whatever. And I, so I get on the shuttle bus. I sit down next to Blakesley in front of Ryan and he, you know, I, I have my head kind of resting on the, the seat in front of me. And Ryan says, um, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm just feeling dizzy and nauseous. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know I am surrounded by um, white and hmm. like I call it uh, uh, euphoria. It, okay. it was total euphoric dreamland, if you will. Okay. So at this point in time, I feel like I kind of had a, I had a near death experience because I've I know people who have had seizures out of nowhere and they don't explain the same thing. Mm-hmm. I felt I heard Ryan and Blakesley calling my name, um, so they. Their, na- their voices pulled me back and he explained to me that since he was in back of me, he saw me like fall over on Blakesley and he wow. thought I was just comfy- comforting her because I was crying. Um, and so I fall over on her and she starts screaming, mommy, mommy, because I my eyes were rolled back in my head mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I was having convulsions. Um, so anyway, I to this day, I don't know why it happened. Mm-hmm. I... Like I said, I feel like it was a near-death experience, and if anything, it um, kind of reinvigorated my my beliefs and my religion right. um, in that way. It, whether I needed that or I needed a reset of my brain or I don't know why. Um, I don't know if something happened in my brain that or in my cardiovascular system that we just haven't figured out yet, right. but... Thankfully, I haven't had anything happen again, and I'm sense. really sorry okay. for the long-winded answer, but yeah, no, that's I, No, I, I want, um, you know, you did some, I think it's important, one, to talk about um, this health scare and just for people to be in the know about their bodies and what can happen, yeah. but um, I'm sure it helped you with this kind of living in the present, living in the now kind of feeling. And um, It did. Yeah. I wish, I wish it did even more now because I do, I love these conversations because it takes me back to that moment and it makes me remember how I felt right afterwards and how I was just very present and grateful. And I mean, I couldn't drive for three months, so I had a lot of time to be at home and really cherish, you know, the the things that are important in life. And, Mm -hmm. and I do so many people wrote me and said, you know, the things that they're going through. And I just, it breaks my heart for all the parents out there who deal with kids who, um, who, who have kids who deal with seizures. Yeah. It breaks my heart for anyone going through anything, um, like a medical mystery, um, just because not knowing really screws What's with going your mind. On. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it, it definitely was, it was an awakening moment for all of us really. Yeah, no, it was, I'm just glad that you used your platform to talk about it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Trista, thank you for talking. Thanks, Olivia. It's been so great. Uh, I, I think you're wonderful. Um, let's talk about, uh, your, your social media, I get, uh, you know, sure. you, you've got an awesome Instagram. You share photos of Ryan and your family. So, so what's your Instagram? It is at Trista Sutter, T-R-I-S-T-A Sutter, S-U-T-T-E-R. Um, Perfect. and yeah, it's, it's interesting because it is such a huge platform now and yeah. everyone uses it. I am, I've always been, uh, infatuated with pictures mm-hmm. and, um, have always had a, a home full. I mean, I'm looking at my house right now. Holy crap. I have a lot of pictures, um, <laughs> but I love pictures. And when I started any social media, it was basically just to share my world. And, and that's with the, with my family and friends. And now obviously it's a little bit more than just my family and yeah. friends, but I love, I love the ability to do that. I love yeah. Social media allows you to do in terms of sharing the important things and um, you know what you what you choose to love in this world. So right. that's really what I use it for. We'll follow at Trista Sutter, and um, it's been it's been so awesome to talk to you. Seriously, this feels like this is the the highlight of my podcast um, career. Thank you. So thank you. <laughs> that's very sweet. That's really I know you're lying because there's way more interesting people, no. but that's very sweet. I guess the last question I have, since I'm about to record with Bob Guinea. Yeah. Um, right after. You're right going to have fun. <laughs> um, when it came around for, uh, for the season of the bachelor after yours, were you totally team Bob or yes, always? <laughs> Yes, okay. he remains a, a one of my closest friends, kind of from, well, maybe I should say one of the people I love most about the show. You know, I, I've thankfully been able to meet a lot of people through right. the show um, because I was around from the beginning, whether it's producers or cast members or whatever. So, um, but he is one of my favorites. And I okay. think that Ryan would say the same thing if he was here. He's just, he allowed Ryan really to um, kind of stay back in the shadows where he was comfortable mm. um, on the show because Bob is the life of the party. He is the life and, of the party. Yes. <laughs> he's amazing. And yeah. he he brought it and really, I think, was um, part of why probably Ryan and I ended up together because um, Ryan felt comfortable because mm. he didn't have to, like, be, be somebody who he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't. So, um, yeah. So Love Team Bob. Bob. All right. Team Bob. I'm going to oh. tell him what you said. And yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, your season. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I want to listen. Oh, no. no. <laughs> um, all right. So so get back to your life and your day. Thank you for, for taking the time to talk to me. I really Thank appreciate you, it. Thank you, Olivia. And I'll, I'll talk to you in a little bit, okay? Okay. Sounds okay, good. Bye, honey.